It's God's grace that saves a sinner, and it's grace that helps him grow. In Proverbs 22, God's Word teaches us that a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and loving favor rather than silver and gold. As ambassadors for Christ, we must understand the responsibility that we have to carry a good name for His glory. Let's join Pastor Wilkerson now as he develops sound biblical principles for our everyday life that can equip us to develop and keep a good name. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Grace to Grow podcast. I'm really glad to be able to share and introduce a new topic today on our study and a new series as we talk a little bit about relational responsibilities and the importance to negotiate uh, relations with other people. In Proverbs chapter 22, verse number one, the Bible gives a very familiar verse. If you're a Christian or been a Christian very long, you've heard this. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. In this uh, chapter of God's Word, of course, uh, Proverbs with pithy sayings and wisdom that was given by Solomon for the most part. Some of these things were copied down that he said in the palace or in a throne room or something of that nature. Some of them were things that he no doubt wrote down as he thought about his son, Rehoboam, and giving him information. But uh, in Proverbs 22, you will see that much of the rest of the Proverbs has to do with leadership. There is a real dearth of leadership in our day that it mirrors the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to be a leader that mirrors the Christ, and I would like to be a dad that um, represents Jesus Christ, a husband that represents Jesus Christ, and to be faithful in those arenas. Here he says, a good name is rather be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. I think there's two things that you and I need to negotiate life effectively, and that's going to be a good name and loving favor. You know, it takes a whole lifetime to build an admirable name. It could take a few moments to destroy it. Now, when you say someone's name, people really come to a conclusion. You know, hardworking, lazy. On time, late. Generous, stingy. Cruel, crude, or gracious and gentle. People, People develop things from just someone's name. And having a good name is an important attribute in negotiating a life effectively and with some success. Loving favor. These are two things. As a matter of fact, Solomon just says, if you have uh, a pile of cash on one side of the table and a good name on the other side of the table, and you can only walk away with one or the other, leave the cash and take a good name. It will far outweigh uh, your opportunities to earn the cash if you have a good name. If you have loving favor on one side you know, and gold bullions of gold and silver on one side, he said, you know, leave the gold, leave the silver and walk away with loving favor, the favor of God and the favor of, of man. And I think that's a very important understand that. So if I need these two attributes, a good name and loving favors to negotiate life effectively and to work in my relationships I think the rest of the chapter gives some highlighting attributes that come with someone who's going to keep a good name and obtain the favor of God and others. 
you know, when you go to a BMV or a DMV, you, you really want the favor of the person at the counter. <laughs> when you go get your passport renewed, you want the favor of the post office worker or the person that's there at the embassy. You, you're, you're asking God, God, help me uh, when I go to approach this person about this matter. You're wanting favor. Of course, favor with God. Mary found favor. We find that uh, Jabez found favor in regards to his uh, response to prayer, and God favored him. And all of us want the favor of God. Well, beginning of verse number two, I think there are several principles. We'll just take a few moments to go over those today on the podcast. Proverbs chapter 22, verse number two, the rich and the poor meet together, and the Lord is the maker of them all. I think to negotiate life effectively and have a good name and obtain the favor of God and others, you and I must decide that um, that we're going to deal with our prejudice. The rich and the poor be together. The Lord made them all. We oftentimes struggle with prejudice and bias in our decision-making and our associations. But God says he put the rich and the poor on the same planet. He made everybody, and you and I need to treat people. One thing we know that God is, he is not a respecter of persons. James, in chapter 2 of the Bible, gives us great great uh, confirmation that God is not a respecter of persons. Wisdom that's from above in James chapter 3, he says, look, it's going to be without partiality, without hypocrisy. Uh, And you and I need to learn, if we're going to have a good name and obtain the favor of God and others, we must be willing to deal with our prejudice. We must not be a respecter of persons. Remember years ago, I was a young pastor, and I received a letter in the mail from a Canadian businessman. He um, wrote to me and he says, I was staying at the Weston Hotel on Ocean Boulevard in Long Beach, California recently. On a Sunday morning, I thought to myself, I'm going to go to church. And I asked the person at the desk. They told me 10 blocks down would be a, a church you could attend. I took a cab and I got dropped off in front of your church. I listened to the music and sang and participated in the worship service, and it warmed my heart. The message spoke to my soul. At the end, I saw people respond to the invitation, saw people get baptized, all of which very much impressed me being a Canadian and visiting an American church. He says, but at the end of the service, I stood off onto the side and actually went on to a little area where I could see the entire foyer as, it, as people opened up, and, and you greeted each of the people. It kind of weirded me out when he began to describe. He said, I saw you shake hands with an older man, an older lady, and listen intently to what they said. I saw a crippled person in a wheelchair, and you got on your knees to look eye to eye with them. I saw you embrace a child and tassel his hair and hand him a piece of candy. I saw you hug what appeared to me as an obvious homeless man who had come to the service that day and probably struggled with addictions, and you embraced him. I saw you greet the masses of people that left that service, and it seemed to me you had no regard to their status economically, ethnically. He said, I really was impressed. He says, if I lived in Long Beach, California, I would attend your church, if for no other reason because I know that you're not a respecter of persons. When I finished reading that letter, I thought to myself, first of all, someone's watching me. And uh, I didn't know that. I I wasn't aware of that. Number two, 
I was reminded of the importance of not being a respecter of persons. And we ought to love everyone because God loves everyone. And we ought to be careful that we address our prejudice and our bias. Normally, we want to find people that we have commonality with and we'll associate more with them. But may God help us to have a good name and loving favor by being careful to understand that the rich and the poor meet together and the Lord is the maker of them all. Verse number three gives us the second principle in how to have a good name and how to obtain favor of God and others. And that is, the prudent man foreseeth evil and hideth himself, and the simple pass on and are punished. If you go down, if you would please, down to verse number five, it says, Thorns and snares are in the way of the forward, and he that doth keep his soul shall be far from him. You know, the Bible reminds us here in verse number 24, Make no friendship with an angry man, and with a furious man thou shalt not go, lest thou learn his ways and get a snare to thy soul. I think if we're going to have a good name throughout our life, and we're going to obtain the favor of God upon our life. And boy, that's something I don't want to live without. I don't want to negotiate life without God's attention and his kindness to me, his favor to me, and the favor of others. I must also avoid sinful attitudes, actions, and associations. You know, I think that many times a person is is really, uh, their testimony is wounded, their favor is limited because of questionable attitudes, actions, and friends, associations. And I think that's laid out there in verse number five and verse number 24 and 25, reminding us, if you're going to have a good name, you've got to avoid it. When you see a briar patch, don't go through it, go around it. He said, thorns and snares are in the way of the forward. And they come out of the other side of that bad attitude, bad actions, bad association with the cuts and the bruises and consequences of sin. You know, sin complicates life. And I don't want to be uh, one who has my life complicated. Life is hard enough without sin, but sin makes it more difficult. Having loving favor and uh, with God and man and having a good name, we need to deal with prejudice and we need to avoid questionable actions, attitudes, and associations. Thanks for joining us. I look forward to the next time where we'll talk a little bit more about how to have a good name and how uh, to obtain the favor of God and others. A wise man once said, it can take a lifetime to build an admirable name, but just a few moments to destroy it. Our prayer is for God to use these biblical principles to help you develop a good name for His glory. If this week's episode has been a blessing to you, please consider sharing this podcast with a friend. Have a great day in Jesus.